everybody. Welcome to another edition of Two Peas on a Pod podcast. Coming at you on this January Tuesday morning in the cold weather. It's nice and cold here in northern Kentucky. It was 11 degrees last time. It was very cold. Had a lot of not a lot. We didn't get a lot of snow, but some parts of Kentucky got a lot of snow. Yes, they did. And we've got a little snow. And I tell you, I got some good neighbors. I went home the other night. And I've got a, a pretty long driveway, and it's pretty steep. And I got home, and my neighbor had scraped my whole driveway, and it was all cleared up, and that was really nice. So I, yes, it is nice. That's pretty good to have good neighbors like that. And we're just enjoying the snow. The kids have been out playing in the snow, been enjoying it. So it's not very good packing snow. No, it's not. You can't hardly make any. I tried kind to of throw snowman. a snowball at my little girl, and it didn't work. Yeah, the boys <laughs> was wanting to make a snowman and have a snow fight, and it just it didn't really work out. But it was pretty. It's the first snow we've really had all year. We had a little yeah. snow. Hopefully no more. The dusting before that. But I tell you, Christmas felt like uh, Florida up here or something. We had a warm Christmas. Yeah, we did. So we're just now getting our winter. And it's but, weird because last year at Christmas, I don't know if we mentioned oh that on goodness, here or not. I think we did, but We it barely was made it home. It was an hour away, wasn't we? Yeah. And it was, it was terrible. Yeah. It took us a long time. Well, we had New Year's. We had New Year's, right? I think everybody did. <laughs> well, i don't know about you all had, but here at two peas on a pod we had new yeah years. we had new years and it's over with so what what all did you do around new year's time uh i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that i'm just carrying <laughs> on um well i preached a new year's revival for brother john burdine and if y'all don't know him i'm sure most people in here do because he was an evangelist for several years, so I'm sure about everybody listening probably knows him. He was Baby Shark before Baby oh, Shark yeah. was Baby Shark. Yeah, I told him in Revival, <laughs> I said, Brother John should have patented that 20 years ago because he could have made a killing off of it. Yeah. And that came out a few years ago. Everybody acted like that was new. I said, we've been doing that for 20 years. We, yeah. We knew that forever. Exactly. And uh, But it was really good. Had a really good Revival with him. And uh, the boys got to sing and play music, and they just loved that. You know, they really thought they was doing something. Yeah. Of course, they were five and six, but they had a good time. We had a good time. How about you? This was one of the first times that I didn't go to watch night. One reason was because my baby was, like, barely two weeks old. And uh, we just, we had, a, there might have been a watch night or two around the area, but we just didn't go nowhere. We didn't have one here at the home church. Sometimes yeah. we do, sometimes we don't. Our pastor was asked to preach another one a couple hours away. And uh, but that day we end up scheduling pictures at J.C. Penny to do some newborn pictures with little Noah and the rest of the kids. And believe it or not, I, I guess this might be common is we didn't really have any pictures of the twins separate. Oh, they yeah. was together in every picture. Yeah. And so that was one goal that we had in mind when we got there is we got to take pictures of them separate. Yeah. I and, didn't uh, think of that. Right here in this office, I'm gonna put up some canvases of the kids, and I wanted. You know, I couldn't find nothing I had with the twins separate, so we done that and yeah. messed around. And then they opened a Malibu Jacks um, here, up here in Ashland. There's one in Lexington and Louisville, and, and uh, it's not all the way open yet. But we got to play a few arcade games and uh, a few little bumper car deals they had in there, and kids like that. So that's about it. Well, we've got a special guest in the studio with us today, and it is not his first time being here, but it's been the first time that he's been on the podcast. He set in on one. A while back and we made mention of him and uh, so he's here today to record with us and he's going to give a little bit of his personal testimony here in a little bit 
and we'll get into that a little bit later. But this is Brother Josh Staggs from this our is church. Ben's brother. This is Ben's brother. Ben was on the other day, and this is his big brother, his older brother, Brother Josh. Josh, it's good to have you on the podcast today. It's good to be here, Brother Zach. Josh is uh, he's a big guy. He come in and Austin's little office here that we're recording in. It's a uh, you know, it's just a, a place for him to get away while he's in. Of course, he's not in much, so he didn't really um, build anything, you know, great big because he's not hard to hear. But he got a, a storage shed in order to store some of his stuff in while he's gone. And then on the end of it, he finished it. I think he may have told about it. I don't know on here. But anyway, he finished like the end of it under the loft area. And so it's not very tall in here, but me yeah. and Austin are not very tall. <laughs> the ceiling is 6'4". So, and Josh is six four, so <laughs> he come in and his head it has to have his head cock out in order to stand up in here. But he made it. We got him sit down, so it's pretty good. We got him in good shape now. Yeah. But it's good to have Josh. I've known Josh my entire life because he's several years younger than I am. And so, how old are you, Josh? But twenty three in August. Twenty two. So I'm about five years older than him. Five and a half years, I guess. So, I've known Josh my whole life, and we used to take him out to eat and stuff all the time. Um, to Golden Corral, Dad and Mom would go get him, and we'd go to Golden Corral, because kids ate free on Tuesdays. And we used they to go can't there even every, find one. No, I know it. It's we crazy. used to go there every Tuesday, and Josh was, he's always been a strong kid, even when he was little. And uh, <laughs> we'd drive by the boat dock, where they'd put the boats in there at Kenny creek kinnikinick creek and it's like a river most people think of it as a river but it's just a creek and josh was wanting to see the water one day and dad wouldn't go over there he said no josh we're going to eat and josh was just little i don't know how old he was he was very little and he grabbed that steering wheel when we went past you know we wouldn't even slow him down he said i want to see the water and he jerked that steering wheel dad said oh my goodness josh about wrecked us right into the uh, over into the um ramp area it was pretty funny but josh is a good guy and we'll get into his testimony here in a little bit but i think austin's got some stuff you know right us. now we got some feedback we've had quite a bit come in lately yeah, we have. so we're going to read just a few uh <coughs> a little bit of feedback here we got two apple reviews brother zach's going to read off to us here and uh so when he gets in pulled up we got two five stars. It's pretty good. All right. That's I guess it could good. be one, but they're five. So we got the first one. It said, enjoyed the stories from the past, and I remember a lot of them. Great brothers. And that comes from a K Cordell. So that is my cousin Keith. Keith attends Brother Jonathan Roberts Church in Richlands, Virginia. And Keith is a great guitar player. He plays a lot at Fire Conference and... Uh, He's, he's phenomenal on the guitar and the bass, but he, he plays mainly the guitar. I was listening to um, Mixler one time, and I texted him. I said, who in the world? You know, I forgot that. I didn't think about him being on the, the bass because I figured he's just on the guitar. I said, who was on that bass? Man, they was really playing. He said, well, I just I, didn't, I just said, who was on that bass? He said, why? I said, because they was really playing. He said, that was me. I just want to make sure what you said about it before I told you who. <laughs> but Keith's a great musician. Yes, he is. And we got another Apple review here, five stars. And it says, steak needs to be meaty. And then it cuts off. I'm assuming it's going to say oh, medium. No. We're back to the steak again. And it says, so first I would like to say, I'm a young man who loves your podcast. Y'all are funny yet serious when y'all need to be. See? Our wives think we're not funny. Yeah, 
the Kelly other people to- think we're funny. Kelly told Austin she, that he don't have a funny bone in his body. <laughs> uh, they don't like it when we try to be funny on here because I don't. They say it don't work. So anyway, this guy thinks we're funny. So I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it says y'all uplift and encourage me, and y'all also have set an example for me. A hundred percent, not including stakes which I will get to later. I thank you all very much for what you all do. I attend the same church as Brother Zach's cousin, Brother Keith Cordell. We are located in Richlands, Virginia. Pastor and dad, Brother Jonathan Roberts. So this must be Brother Jordan Roberts writing this in. Well. And our church is Westside Holiness. With that being said, I'd like to say that blood, which is actually myoglobin, as mentioned by another writer. Of course, we don't know that really. That's just come from Google. <laughs> Is all the juices and flavors, and I promise if you had blind ta- uh, blind taste test, you would probably pick one with the mild globin because it is much more tender and has much more flavor. I totally disagree. It's mushy. If I was blind, I would still know it because it's mushy. <laughs> it's not near as, you know, it's, it's not got that good flavor on the outside of it. And you don't you do not need a medium well-done steak in order to have good juice out of it. I mean, I get them all the time. It's got all kinds of juice. I hate to even say this on here. You I, tell it. I, I tell really it. hate to. I know what you're going to say, and it's the, it's the but gospel. But Mark White, I hate to even say that word on here. Yeah. Every podcast. He gets mentioned Every episode, much. I should say. He sent me a Marco Polo the other day on I how know. juicy he told me about it. his well-done steak was. He stuck his fork in, and the juice flowed out. <laughs> he probably put a whole bottle of A1 sauce on it. No, this was just juice. <laughs> so, Brother Josh, what's your what's your take on it? Medium. Oh, oh two way. to one today. Three to one. This oh, reviewer yeah, here. counting them, but. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, it says, uh, I hope my job is done, and I've just won someone from darkness to the light. Well, you did not, unless I can convince somebody to go to well done. In conclusion, this is a great, not to be confused with the Shunammite woman. So that is from the other podcast, which is Pardon Me. Um, Not to be confused with the Shunammite woman. Anyway, this is a great podcast. He said, please keep doing what y'all are doing and keep up the good work. Hashtag VA fan. So thank you, VA fan, which we do believe to be Brother Jordan Roberts. If we're wrong, you can email us and tell us, but I don't see how we're wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> we know that family pretty well. So anyways, we got some more feedback coming up, and uh, I've got all kinds of emails. So we're going to read a couple of them. And this one says, hey, brothers, first I want to say thank you for the very entertaining holiness content you all give us Pentecostal folks. That's pretty good. Starts out pretty good. I like that. Thank you. And everyone, for that matter, to listen to. Thank you. I enjoy them, whether it be spiritual segments or food segments. (laughs) Yes, we do like food. That's our two favorite topics. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. Which, by the way, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, Brother Paul told us, in other words, to put away childish things. Oh, no. Here it comes again. I forgot about this. I read this the other day. (laughs) When we become men, so well-done steak just seems like a childish thing. I mean, really, do you know any eight-year-olds that eat anything but well-done? LOL. Not if they're taught any better. I'm just kidding, but medium steak all the way. Does it say who that's from? Yeah, I'll get to it in a minute. And then it says, okay, steak's over with. It says, also, could you all do a top five Adventures in Odyssey characters? 
If not, I understand, but that would be interesting. And if wit would be one on the list, could you please specify which one? I think number two. Well, and then thanks again for all the encouraging content you all give. God bless. I have to say, I wrote that down on a top five list, so yeah, we'll have to That'd do that. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Maybe even incorporate some clips and maybe yeah. something like that. It'd be fun. We'll have to do that after a while. All right. So that was from a man named Mason Gooden. I don't know where he's at. Don't say. Oh, well, I will not be too rough on him then because I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> but thank but you. But now I will say that I don't know really... I forget how the steak debate even came about. I need to go back and listen and figure it because I don't even remember. But I don't know, but it struck a chord. Yeah, it did. It struck some nerves bad. Brother Mark White <laughs> said the other day, usually when, when somebody is so offended by something, that's because they're in the wrong. <laughs> so I think we're on to something here. Well, anyway, I will have to say in all the years we've been super close friends, he's wrong on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Mark. All in fun. And uh, here's another one. Says, I am currently listening to the December 27th episode. Shout out to your brother, Josh, Ben. He was on that episode. Says, I can't believe. That one didn't get hardly no listens. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't believe that Sonic made the top five worst restaurants. Well, we must clarify it made Ben's top five, right. not all of ours. It says, As an Okie, so here's an Oklahoma fan, it's highly offensive to hear this kind of talk against Oklahoma's own Sonic. I didn't know that was Oklahoma. I didn't either. I didn't either. Fun fact. Who goes to Sonic for the ice cream or wings? Sonic is all about the drinks. If you were from Oklahoma or around here more often, you would realize this. We live for Sonic happy hour. Hope you all take this in good humor. Well, they was, they was pretty serious coming out on that Sonic. Yeah, I don't know like, if they was well, really feeling the hope humor. hope you all take it. <laughs> I shared that with Ben. I sent him a text of what they said. He said, man, they took offense to that. <laughs> Well, I'm not around Oklahoma too much, but I'll see you this weekend. We'll have to say Sonic to Winterfest. If whoever that Winter is, Winter Rally. Winter Rally. I'm sorry. Excuse Winterfest me. is a different. Yeah, one. I ha- yeah. We got Winterfest <laughs> coming up in February. Come to Winter Rally, everybody that's listening. Um, January 14th, 15th, and 16th next this weekend. When you're listening to this, it'll be this weekend. Yeah, it will be. So come out and join us. I will have to say Sonic Happy Hour is pretty nice. It's pretty nice. You go through there, and I can't remember how much it is, but you can get your whole family drinks for hardly nothing. Then it says, on a more serious note, I heard about you guys through Pod and Me and started listening a couple weeks ago. I cut up on all the episodes, and I'm looking forward to the Why I Believe series. Well, thank you. Now, here's the ending. I like this. Thank right. you for being a voice of holiness. Well, you're very welcome. We you're, appreciate you listening. Thank you for the kind words, and that is from Dayla Smith. I don't know who that is, but we thank you for the kind words and the feedback. Yes, thank you for writing. <sighs> I don't even know if I want to read this next one. Just don't. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to. No, Who's you, it from? You would want me to, it's but I don't Mark. know if I want to read is it. Is it from Mark? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he's trying to take over. Yeah. He wants he's us to trying be his to take over. Just wanted to shout out to Brother Zach. Thank you. <sighs> to keep up the good... God you want to read this? You. No, you read it to me. Keep up the good fight for a well-done steak. Yes. On the last episode, there were a couple references to Brother Zach striking a nerve about his well-done and delicious steak. Just wanted to tell him that usually... Oh, it's in the... I didn't know that it was in Usually when you strike a nerve with somebody, the person whose nerve was struck is usually in the wrong. Then it, it gets worse. This email just gets worse. I like A1 sauce, but I would have to say that ketchup 
as excellent <laughs> on steak. That's gross. I really enjoy listening. Keep up the good work. God bless. Happy New Year. Now, Brother Mark, that's just disgusting. Yeah, I don't know. I you know I really appreciate him trying to help me out here, but I just don't know if I can go to ketchup and steak. No, but now he just docks ketchup too, though. He yeah, he does. He eats ketchup and pizza. That's too far. Ranch is good, depending on the ranch and the pizza. Well, depending on what kind of pizza. Some yeah. pizzas don't need anything. Yeah. Like Giovanni's and Papa pizza. John's and Giovanni's Domino's. They Papa don't need John's ranch. and garlic butter. Oh my goodness, it's good. Ooh, Little Caesars butter. ranch. You don't like garlic butter? Garlic butter is gross. Oh my goodness, you didn't oh, have some just word. a bit ago. No. We had my little girl's birthday party just, what, an hour ago. She turned six, and I went and got Little Caesars pizza and crazy bread and stuff, and they got awesome garlic butter and ranch. Little Caesars ranch is phenomenal. I've never ate Jalapeno it. ranch is better. No. Jalapeno? I've never <laughs> ate any of that. It's very good. But I'm on a carb diet. For how So long? I didn't eat the uh, bread. Is that a New Year's resolution? Sort of. Sort of. It'll last till next New Year's. Maybe. <laughs> I need a laughing well, sound bite. Right, right now we're, um, you know, you should have got Tina. <laughs> Somebody said that I was on a diet and Tina was walking behind us and heard him, which for y'all listening, Tina is my cousin. And uh, she was walking past and one somebody, I think it was Brother DM, he said, so you're on a diet, huh? And Tina just started dying laughing. Like it was the funniest thing she ever heard. <laughs> I said, Really? So if I'd known he was going to say that, I'd have had my hand claps ready. Well, we but. are um, we're on a little contest right now, so we're going from now until fire conference. See who loses the most weight. Oh my! So probably probably be me. I'll just go ahead and tell you, I'm just going to bow out of that contest because I'm going to be leaving here soon. And as an evangelist, besides preaching, the next thing we do the most is eat. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't see that happening. Well, we'll anyways, just have to roll with it. We're going to move on from the feedback. And uh, you already mentioned we had a special guest with us today. Yes, we do. Brother Joshua Staggs, standing tall at six foot four. And I'll leave the rest alone. <laughs> and uh, anyways, he's sitting here with us today. You going to say hello again? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a great testimony. And if you remember, um, I think Brother Zach talked about it one time. I think our pastor talked about it one time. But there was a healing story that we talked about, and uh, why don't you just, you're the one, it's your story, it's your life, why don't you just kind of repeat it to us? Alrighty. Well, the Lord's sure been good to me in my 22 years of life. It started before I was even born. My mom went to countless doctor visits saying that I was going to be stillborn. Had multiple ultrasounds that showed I only had three heart chambers and a normal heart has four heart chambers and one of my chambers had a hole in it and uh that just gave us no hope for me to be, even be born alive and uh of course my mom been tore up she went to church and she was praying you know a bunch of the women came back and was praying for her. the holy ghost spoke and said i fixed it and uh my pastor zach's dad said he's seen her prayer go up on the wings of a dove yeah and uh I was born, and when I was born, the doctor said he has an exceptionally smooth heartbeat. And uh, and now you're six four. And you've now got I'm six four and two hundred fifty pounds. Three girls of your own. Married with three kids. So that's awesome testimony. Yes, it is. And brother Josh was raised right here in our home church all of his life, and uh, he um, got out for a little bit, 
And yes. we prayed him back in, and the Lord brought him back in, and he got a desire to serve God on his own. And um, tell us a little bit about that, Brother Josh. You was out of church for a while, and now he agreed to all this. We're not just here, you know. Yeah, we didn't put him on the spot. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's got a good testimony, and he wanted to tell it in order to. We asked him about it, and he said yes, he'd like to tell it, and maybe it'll help somebody. And um, you know, a lot of people are raised in this way, and um, it, you know, I don't know why, but for some reason. You know, they want to experience the world, and, and it's just the devil gets a hold of them, you know. And um, so he was out for a little bit, and in that time frame, he met a young lady named Summer. And tell us about that, Josh. Yeah, like Zach said, I was born and raised right here in the church. My very first church service was here. I've known Zach my whole life. Known Austin for nine years, probably. Yeah. And uh, we love it here. But anyway... <laughs> When I was about 18, I did backslide. I let the devil get to me and just uh, the world pulling at me, and I left. And uh, I was working out of town, met my now wife, my girlfriend at the time, Summer. And uh, and she lived right just right around here. Yeah, she lived local. She lived right here in Lewis County. And they got married in what year did you get married? Uh, 2018. In 2018. So they come home. And he still wasn't saved at this point. No. Yeah. And uh, she wasn't raised in no, church. No, she wasn't raised yeah, in it. She didn't know anything about and this way. So they come home from work. Like he said, he was working out of town. And they was going to get married. And they showed up here at the fellowship hall. Uh, we was having something. Some kind of a dinner or something, wasn't we? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. But anyway, uh, so I think Summer was already here. She had come with your mom, I think, to the dinner you got or married. You got married in the church. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Oh, okay. So they showed up Sorry. out of town. That's all right. And they was going to get married the next day, but they was just going to get married. Was you going to the courthouse? Yeah, I was going to the courthouse, <clears throat> and you guys talked me into having a wedding. So their mom <laughs> really wanted them to have a wedding, and uh, his mom, and his dad did too. Yeah. Your dad wanted you mm-hmm. to have one too. And uh, so we was over there, and they was like, you just need to have a wedding. And he said, no, we're just going to go to the courthouse, and this and that and so um i said no just have a wedding and so we went and got a pen and paper and i wrote everything down we made out a uh, a uh, whatever you call it uh list but you know what i'm talking like about an outline yeah an outline for the wedding and uh that was on a friday night that was too. on friday night yeah <laughs> this was already the evening time they had just made it in him and his dad worked out of town together and they had just made it back in and so we started writing everything out. That's what and, you call impromptu. Yeah. Josh had a, a friend. Uh, he's a, a preacher. And so he called him, and he agreed to preach it the next day. And so his sister, Ashley, and his fiance Summer. He agreed to preach the funeral? And, or the I wedding? Say funeral? Yeah, the wedding. No, you said preach the wedding. Yeah. What do you call it? Perform? Nah, I say preach it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they took off, and... Uh, his fiance and his sister and I don't know his mom and they all went and got a bunch of stuff and uh, which we had some stuff in the fellowship hall where we've done a few things you know before and they decorated it all up and then yep. we, they went to the church and we was over there to late that night and his brother Ben we was over there practicing songs and we just threw it all together and went through rehearsal 
and they got married the next day. Yeah, so, I asked her to marry me on a Monday <laughs> or a Tuesday. Yeah, I forgot about that. And got married on Saturday. Yeah. Wow. And so they and it was a nice wedding. It looked good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, was nice. it was really nice. I was there yeah. too. It was pretty. Yeah, they all come yeah. together really nice, and uh, it turned out really good. Yeah. And I don't know if he's glad he did it now or not because he probably really didn't like it, but <laughs> everybody else liked it, and we all, you know, he was he was raised here, grew up here, and so everybody yeah. wanted to be there, and it turned out really good. Yeah, it was really nice, really nice. But moving past that, after you all got married, you had your first child, which Macy. is Macy, mm-hmm. and she's a beautiful little girl. She's a little Josh, and she looks <laughs> just like her dad, though. But she's beautiful. I don't know how. That, how does that happen? I don't know. You know, my wife's like that. She looks just like her dad, but you know, her dad's pretty rough. But she, <laughs> but she's beautiful. I don't know how it happens. Yeah. I told you, I said, "Waste, you're an awfully ugly man, but you make a beautiful woman." <laughs> uh, but no, um, Macy does look a lot like Josh. She acts just like him too. Now I'll, I'll say this about Josh. I've known Josh ever since he's been born, and. He has a tendency every now and again to be a little grouchy, <laughs> <Not me. laughs> especially in the mornings. And uh, his little girl's a lot like him in a lot of ways. <laughs> it's really funny. Sometimes it's a, it's just uncanny. Sometimes the difference or the similarities between them. But um, anyway, they ha- they got married. They had Macy, and then they had. Did you have Myra before you got saved or after you got saved? Madeline. Uh, yeah, Madeline. I mean, uh, after. So you, you was already saved when you had Matt. Yeah. So they had Macy, and um, then we're going to get into a little bit more of his testimony. Like we mentioned, Josh is a he's a big guy. He was rough when he was out of church, and uh, he uh, liked to fight. carry on and fight. <laughs> and but you know he was always always respectful um, to me and to Dad and to the church. And I'd go talk to him every now and again. <laughs> I'd find him and try to talk to him. And uh, he was always, he's always been respectful. And so he was out for a while and tell us about what happened. So Brother David Miller come and tell us about that. Yeah, Brother David Miller came and pre- he was preaching at the church. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I wasn't there. I was in uh, Pennsylvania working. But he preached on the, the backsliders. He said that the Lord showed him he's going to burn their barley fields. And yeah talking about like me and my dad and my brother was all out of church yep. my dad's still out of church but you know it scared me it shook me up but i didn't really uh listen listen to yeah, it he, he told us that night all the ones that were at church yeah he was so burdened too wasn't he austin yeah, he was. it was unbelievable he said wasn't please he, was he shaving or brushing his yeah, teeth he was, or? he was shaving i think yeah. before when the lord church, spoke to him which it was like early that day you know that morning and uh he said, man, he said, Lord, I have to tell him. Because, he said, I was so burdened. He said, I was so scared of what was going to happen. He said, it scared me so bad. Yeah. And he delivered his heart, and it was very powerful in there yeah, that was. night. And he said, please go tell him. He said, go tell him God's going to burn their barley fields and uh, if they don't make it right. And so we told him. We called him and told him. We told, we told everybody. <laughs> we called all the backsliders we could think of and told them. And uh, so then, you know, this this happened after that. Yeah, so after that, I didn't listen. Uh, I just kept doing what I was doing, you know, just carrying on, drinking, running the roads. And uh, one night, me and my wife and one of my friends decided to go partying. We was riding around in my truck. I had a 2000 model F-250. It was extended cab with mud tires and a big welder and stuff on the back. And we was going down a, a back road here at home called McDowell. And uh, was probably running 
50, 55 mile an hour, and I struck a tree head on and uh, flipped over the bank. You know, it almost, it almost killed us. It broke my wife's hip, her back, her left yeah. arm, her leg, her jaw. Her jaw was wired shut. You know, it was a horrible wreck. Yes, it was. It was terrible. And y'all went to the hospital, of course, that night. There was an ambulance, and y'all went to the hospital. And I remember uh, Ben calling, and he was out of, of, of church at that time, too, like Josh just mentioned. And he called and um, wanted to let me know, you know, which I already knew. And so we was praying for y'all and couldn't really get up there at that time. It was early in the morning hours, or well, it was late at night, you know, but... Um, so they, they was in the hospital and when did you, you prayed in the hospital, didn't you? Did you pray in the hospital? Yeah. Tell about that. Uh, I was in the hospital. My wife was in ICU. What you done, what it done to me wasn't, you know, half is what it done to her. Yeah. I just messed up my chest and my knees and stuff, but I was out, I was out the next day. They released me the next day. She was in ICU and, uh, (coughs) I was sitting beside her bed just, you know, you know how the devil will do you. This is your fault. You know, how are you going to come back from this? I wanted to get saved right then and there, uh-huh. you know, at that moment. And, you know, the devil just burdened me down with that. You know, you can't get saved. You can't come back from this. Look what you've done. Yeah. You, know, you went too far. And Mamma and Paul just came up and was talking to me. And uh, I just felt like praying. The Lord came in that room and yeah. saved my soul right there at that hospital in Huntington. Yes. Yep, Huntington, West Virginia, they was in uh, St. Mary's Hospital, and uh, I went up there to see him. I think it was after that. Josh had already prayed, and uh, then his wife got saved, too. And like we mentioned, she didn't know nothing, uh, really. I mean, she knew a little bit about the Lord, but she was never in a holiness church, and uh, she, she didn't know a whole lot. And um, we went up there and, and talked with them, and the Lord got to dealing with her heart as well. And she prayed, and you know the Lord. Let me back up just a minute. He did just exactly what he said, Austin. You know, yeah. Brother David said the Lord said he's going to burn their barley fields, and that's what he did. He burned their barley fields, got when their you, attention. When you came to church right after that happened, you you told us all that as plain as day, you heard the devil speak to you. If you remember that testimony, yes, it's like I was. I think I was in my truck or my car at that point. I didn't have a truck no more. And it's like it was almost like the devil just sat down beside me, you know, just the evil spirit mm-hmm. just came over me. It, it was a horrible feeling. It's just like I heard the devil say, "I almost had you," you know. Yeah. It was it was very powerful and scary at the time, but then you know, followed by that, it was just the spirit of the Lord. You know, He saved me, brought me out of that. Yeah. What the devil that is meant so for great. evil, He meant for good. Yes, He did. He saved me from that. Yes, wow. the Lord turned your life around at that moment, at that occasion, on that occasion, I should yeah. say. And so then Sister Summer got saved, and did she get saved in the hospital too, or was it later? Uh, she prayed with Brother Kurt at the hospital. She did pray in the hospital. her mouth was wired shut and everything. Yeah, yeah so her mouth was wired shut for a while, and yeah. she was eating through a straw, and um, she was yeah. extremely sore. I'm very she was on a walker, wasn't she, for a she while? She was on a wheelchair. Yeah, she was in right a wheelchair, up, and then she went on. I remember right after y'all got released, you was in that trailer, and we went and got groceries and brought them yeah, to you, and yeah. I just my yeah, heart was, just went out to her. You know, they was terrible. in a rough shape. Yeah, and like I say, Josh wasn't as bad, but he was still very sore and stuff, and his back was 
hurting him. I think it was your back. Was it your back or maybe it was your knees? I can't remember. A lot of places. (laughs) (laughs) And so he was very sore too, uh, but she was in, you know, pretty rough shape. And uh, so they come to church and they wanted to come to to church when they could. And it took them a while to get there, a few weeks. Because she was in the hospital. How many weeks was she in the hospital? Uh, just just one week. Just one week. Yeah. So she was in the hospital one week, and then she had some follow ups. Did she have surgeries yeah. and stuff? Yeah, she had well, to her have elbow, a, wouldn't it? Jaw surgery, and elbow surgery. Yeah. And so anyway, they wanted to come to church when they was able, and so Summer wanted to come, but she couldn't sit in a regular. We have the seats, not the pews, but she still couldn't sit in them because it's just too straight. You know, set up too straight, and she just couldn't sit there. So we bought uh, brought a recliner over and set it up and. She would, she come in and, you know, they wheeled her in and she got in her seat, but her mouth was still hard shut. And, uh, I think dad asked her to testify. Uh, and then we forgot that her mouth was wired. Yeah, well, Josh she, testified. She, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, we both prayed good during that yes, service. And yeah, they did. I testified, and he asked her to sing one day. She almost tried to like testify. He said, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Yeah. <laughs> and then it was pretty bad because you know we had off we was all eating and she couldn't eat. Yeah, that was, you know. Yeah, I felt so we, sorry for. Her. We felt sorry for, her, but we had a little bit of a. <laughs> good time at her expense <laughs> but yeah. uh but anyway they came and th- here's the one of the great things on that first service back so he mentioned that he was out and of course she was out she never was saved uh, as far as in our church i don't was she ever saved before that no she just went to church yeah i didn't Easter, think she was ever saved yeah christmas stuff like that. so she was never saved but he was a backslider josh was and then his brother and then also another boy in our church was backslid at the same time tj yes yeah. tj was backslid and josh uh got saved in the hospital well ben was out and uh brother miller called about him again and he's told us some stuff and so dad was going out of town that day to Virginia and he went and talked to Ben a little bit. And so after work, I was waiting on Ben and I wanted to talk to him again and he tried to get out of it. And I said, Oh, he said, I'm dirty and sweat. I said, that's all right. And, uh, we met at McDonald's and Ben prayed that night. He got saved. Yeah. And, uh, so the first service back, he got saved. he was saved and you was saved and summer was saved and TJ did he, I think he prayed at church that night. Did he pray at church that night? He came. I don't know. Yeah, he got saved that night, I think. I yeah, just left. Sure. Yeah, he did. I, I preached that night, and I preached on... Uh, it was one of the first services I was gone as yeah, an evangelist. And I just was gone. pulled out. Austin was gone, and Dad was gone. And so I preached that night on the cost is greater... The value is greater than the cost. That's what I preached on. And I preached on the cost yeah. of you know living for Christ, but the value is so much greater than that. And TJ come and got saved that night, and Josh was there, and Summer was there, and Ben was there, and they was all praying, and it was, you could just imagine what a good service we had, and yeah. everybody's parents there, you know, and grandparents were there, of, of all them, and the Lord just really has and moved it had been on a while. That. Yeah, it had been a while. everybody had right. been together. Yeah, that wasn't like they was out a month, you yeah. know. Was they didn't all leave at the same time. It no. was kind of... And they all know. kept, they was all back the, at yeah, that uh, one service is all back, yeah. and it was really good. And the Lord's really helped them and touched them. And so, Brother Josh has uh, we started there, so he, he got saved and then started coming. And the Lord started helping him. And just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we got saved, and uh, when my wife, when we first started coming to church, she wanted to come. You know, she had the desire to come to right. church. 
But she said, I'm going. I want to go, but I'm not wearing skirts. Right. She said, I do not want to wear skirts. And she didn't want to get rid of the TV, you know. Yeah. And uh, she just, we just kept coming, and I didn't say anything to her about it. You know, I didn't want to push it or mm-hmm. anything. I just let her learn on herself. And uh, just one day she just said she didn't want to, she did not want to wear pants no more. She said she was done with them. She started wearing skirts and started praying, reading every day, and just really getting a hold of God. And yeah. Lord has been blessing us ever since. We had another daughter. Her name is Myra. She's six months old. So now we got three girls. Yep. Can't have no boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We've got uh, this coming. Well, this will be released on Tuesday. So tomorrow, we're recording this on Saturday. And tomorrow, we're going to have a baby dedication. And we're going to dedicate Josh's youngest, Myra. She's six months old. We're going to dedicate my youngest one, Heidi. She's seven months old. We're going to dedicate Ben's baby, which is Finley. And we're going to dedicate Brother Jesse and Sister Brittany's baby. He's just a couple months old, and his name is Bryson, I think. Yep. <laughs> I get I, too many names to keep up with anymore. And then we're going to dedicate Austin and Kelly's little baby, which is Noah. He's just a few weeks. So we've got five babies to dedicate in the, in the morning on Sunday, so that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but anyway, Brother Josh said he got saved. He got in. His wife got in. And I was going to tell this um, I was wanting to preach to summer. I was scheduled to preach on Sunday, and um, I all weekend I wanted to preach to her. I mean, that was just my heart. I wanted to um, just let her know because you know, brother Josh had been in, and he knew everything. You know, like I said, he was raised in this way. Yeah. And uh, you're supposed to go right back. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So he was, you know, he was coming in, and he was yeah. trying to, you know, get rid of things, and she just wasn't understanding. And it wasn't that she was. You know, just contrary, she just simply didn't understand, and which is, you know, we understand that. <laughs> and uh, so I, I really wanted to preach to her, and it was my heart to just preach on why we believe this stuff, and you know what what the Bible says about it. And but I couldn't; the Lord would not let me, and I wanted to so bad, but I couldn't do it. And so I preached a message; the Lord laid it on my heart, and uh, I went there and preached it. And it was just it was a very very simple message. I preached about. Um, I think I titled it They Said It Couldn't Happen or something like that and I just talked about like the walls of Jericho and just miracles that was against the odds you know things that were against the odds and I told about some uh, I told about Josh's heart you know in that and, and just some other scriptures and things about God works you know on the impossible when it when it couldn't happen and just talked about a few other miracles and things and at the end of the sermon I ended it with um that story of Hezekiah when Sennacherib wrote him that letter and he took the letter to God and he wrote out the letter before God and you know he said here's what he says about it what do you say about it in other words and I had some envelopes that night and was you there Austin Mm-mm. and I had some envelopes that night and uh, I said the devil's wrote some of you a letter and he he says it can't never happen I said yeah. but why don't you bring it to God and see what God says about it and several people come up and got them envelopes you know I said God the devil says he'll never save your son but what does God you know I went on like that and uh, she come up and got one of the envelopes that night summer did and she hadn't done a, a whole lot at that point and she prayed and she told Ashley which is Josh's sister um, she told she said after that she said it just all made sense and uh, she started marking up after that, you know. And I, it was my desire to preach to her all weekend, but the Lord wouldn't let me preach the way I wanted to. And, you know, he just worked it out. And I don't know, you know, to, 
to the carnal mind, you can't look at it and say, well, it, I must have been this point of the message that she, that the yeah. Lord, you know, I, to me, there was nothing in that message that would have done that at all, made anything clear. But, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's just God. God touched her mind and her yeah. heart. And he, he, she brought that letter up there and probably, you know, said, Lord, I don't understand you. I don't know how she prayed. But God moved that night on her in her heart. And Sister Summer's done great. And we had a service a while back earlier last year. And uh, we preached on the Holy Ghost. And she come up and prayed through to the Holy Ghost that night and shouted mm-hmm. like she had been a Pentecostal woman all her life. And it was amazing, really. It was amazing. You can do it. I was yeah. trying to get Josh's attention. I was like, Josh, look over here at your wife. She's <laughs> shouting all over the place. And uh, it really was just amazing. I remember there was one service. I was home. And uh, our pastor had scheduled Brother Alex Gross to preach yeah. that night. And uh, he pastors in Hillsboro, Ohio. And he's doing a good work up there. And uh, But he had come down to preach for us. Him and his wife, Allison, had come down. And uh, he just... I can't remember. Uh, it seems like he took his text out of Hey, hey Guy, and uh, but he had preached. I don't know exactly all he had preached. Uh, it's been some time ago. Yeah. And uh, but I know he preached. I mean, he preached good. I remember that we had a good service, and you know we was just having a good time. The Lord got to moving on him. You know he didn't know. You know we knew right what had just happened. Josh had only been in just you yeah, know not very long, long at all. And uh, I remember the Lord just moved on Brother Alex and spoke to him, and he came over and. Uh, said some things in Josh's ear, and it wasn't seconds. Josh was speaking in tongues. God just rebaptized him all over again in the Holy Ghost. And I was praying with him, had my hand on his head, pray with him, and yeah. he was like, "He's speaking in tongues." Yeah, God just filled him. He he just you know he just done yeah. it. He had backslidden everything, and just boom, he just got the Holy Ghost yeah. again. And uh, then Brother Alex got up and said what he had said, and uh, I, it was just the Lord. Yeah, it was. And the Lord said, "I'm not." Uh, if you remember this, Brother Josh, he said, "I'm not." Um, bringing you back, I'm not. You're not taken off from where you was. He said, "I'm giving you a fresh start," mm-hmm. and uh, it was just that was just amazing. Yes, I was having a very hard time coming back from from what I used to be. You know, uh, been raised in it and had never departed from it, and just uh, going out into the world, letting the devil play his tricks on you and lying to you. Right. Then you know you get saved, and the devil, you know, he hates that. He's going to fight you with everything he has. Yeah. I just didn't think that I could uh, live it like I used to live it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think I could give up. And all those mind battles, or people yeah. are looking at you. Mm-hmm. People yeah. are thinking about what you did, and yeah. you know. And we're not thinking that. No, we're all thinking, man, he's in church. I'm so glad he's here. Get a fresh start. You know, I know he left. I know he messed up, but thank God, you know, he saved him. So it's just the devil. Yeah, oh, yeah. and that's the message that we want to give to you today. Um, if you're listening to this and you know somebody that's lost, you know, let them let them listen to this. Somebody that's backslid. Yes. And, you know, Brother Josh is a great example of that. He left and uh, he was out a while and, you know, done things that he shouldn't have done. But you know what? The Lord forgave him of every bit of it. And it's all under the blood. And yeah. it's gone. It's erased. And there's, there's no more a stain um, on him. You, you know, know, the other day, Brother John Gabbard preached for us and uh, he said something in that message. And uh, he was preaching. He said, you know what? He said, I wouldn't take no money in the world. He said, I wouldn't let nobody go be behind the cross and see what I used to be. He said, when he said that, the, whole, the Holy Ghost spoke to him and uh, and said, if you went behind the cross, you wouldn't see anything. Right. There ain't nothing there. Yeah, he washed it away. Yeah. The blood washes us, cleanses us from all yeah. sin and washes right. the sin away. It covered in the Old Testament. Yeah. But he cleanses. It's gone. Right. 
And so Brother Josh is a saved man. The Lord's forgiven him, and he's made a great comeback. And I yeah. tell you, you can too. If you're listening to this podcast yes. today and you've you've you missed out and you've left God and you've turned your back, it's it don't have to be the end for you. It right. don't have to be You don't have to be Judas. No, you can it don't be have Peter. to be the, the finality, but you can come back. And Brother Josh, what would you say to that person who's out right now and who who feels like they can't come back? What would you tell them? Do not listen to the lies of the devil. You can make a comeback. No matter what the devil says, the devil is a very good liar. Right. And, uh, you know, he will, he'll tell you whatever it takes to keep you out of the church and getting saved. Yes, he will. Yeah. But he will, the Lord will take you back. If you if you come back, make it right, pray through, repent of your sin, right. the Lord will save your soul. The prodigal can come back home. That's right. Well, this has been the Two Peas on a Pod podcast. We are so glad that you came today and listened to us on this lovely Tuesday morning. Thank you, Brother Josh, for coming in today. and Thanks for having me. Sharing your testimony with yes, us. Yes, sir. We appreciate and, it. Uh, we just enjoyed hearing from Brother Josh, and hopefully he'll be back on sometime or another yep. if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Brother Zach. Have a good week. God bless you. We'll see you later. The Lord says to me, my child, well done. There will be no regrets for me. I'll be